Hello world, and welcome back to another episode of Not To Be A Bitch But, starring just me once again, and I know that last week I promised that Aaron would be back, but you know what, it's just the way the cookie crumbles, I'm sorry, I wish there was more I could do about it, but you know, Aaron's pretty busy, And I'm not in Orlando all the time, so you're just going to get what you're going to get. So I'm back for another solo episode. Thank you so much to everyone who gave me positive feedback last week that my solo podcast was good because I was really afraid it would flop and I was totally fine with nobody listening to it and I was totally fine with people not liking it, so... The fact that people actually did made me very excited because I don't feel like, you know, back when Aaron and I started this podcast, I could have carried it all on my own. So I'm pretty happy about that. But I guess, you know, without any further ado, I'll just get right into it with my not to be a bitch but for this week. Um... And it is one that, again, Aaron hasn't watched this show, so I feel okay not talking about it with him around. But if anybody has seen the show, the act on Hulu, like, you know how fucking wild it is. It's about the story of... Gypsy Rose Blanchard and her mom Dee Dee and if you're not familiar with the story it's a real life story so the show kind of chronicles what happened leading up to Dee Dee's death so basically Gypsy is this girl who her mom was trying to pass her off as a child when she was like in her late teens and early 20s And was trying to pass her off as a child who had all of these sicknesses and illnesses. So they would get like make-a-wish stuff and donations from people and sympathy. And the mom was just like, she's just like straight up insane. And basically abused Gypsy her whole life and had her holed up in this house. And finally, you know, after many years of basically being held hostage in her own body, Miss Gypsy snapped and she and her like psychopath boyfriend she met online plotted to kill Dee Dee and the boyfriend like actually killed the mom for Gypsy. And in real life, he got... The boyfriend got life in prison without chance of parole, and Gypsy got 10 years, and she's been in jail, I think, since 2015, so she's almost halfway through her sentence, and some people think that that is an appropriate sentence, and then some people think that she shouldn't have gotten, like, they should free her because she hasn't been in her right mind because she was abused as a child. And 
I get that there are other ways to get out of something like that, but I don't know. Like, I'm kind of conflicted because I really feel like she didn't have any other means of escaping the situation that she was in and that maybe she really thought in her heart of hearts that was her only option at that point. And in the show, it's interesting because she has a lot of guilt about it afterwards and they make her seem like she really regrets it. So I don't know. I need to watch more real life interviews with her because the whole thing is just so interesting because I had briefly heard about this case way back when it actually happened. Like I recall hearing about it on the news in 2015. Like it's not that long ago. Like I thought it was much longer ago, probably because of honestly, like the whack ass clothing that they wore on I'm gonna, on the show. Like in real life then, the clothes they wore look like weird, like, no, like 80s, 90s, like dowdy, weird shit. But um, my not to be a bitch butt about Gypsy and her story doesn't have to do with any of that. It has to do with the fact not to be a bitch butt. Gypsy's dad is fucking hot. Like, I, I'm telling you, I was really shocked. Like, when you see pictures of Gypsy, <laughs> no offense, girl. Because, like, nowadays, nowadays she's cute. I'll say that. Like, she's a lot cuter now than I think she was back then. And, like, when you see Dee Dee, like, you wouldn't think that the dad would look like that. And I first saw the dad because I was looking up videos on YouTube of Dee Dee and Gypsy and the Dr. Phil episode came up where he interviews Gypsy in prison and they have an interview with Gypsy's dad and it cuts to her dad. And I was like, I was really taken aback. Like, he's hot. He's younger than I would have anticipated. He's Irish. He has blue eyes. He had his little Irish, like, newsboy type cap on. It was just, I was really taken aback. And then I found out that the dad was 17 when Gypsy was born and Dee Dee was like in her 20s or something like she was much older than him so that like I don't know what was going on with that so aside from being you know abusive and having Munchausen syndrome and whatever she's also a pedophile apparently so that's good to know, but I'm telling you, like, when you Google pictures of Gypsy's dad, like, <laughs> he is not as hot as in the Dr. Phil interview. You have to watch the Dr. Phil interview because I was just really taken aback in, like, if I saw him just walking around in real life, I don't think I would, you know, stop in my tracks and be like, holy shit, he's so hot, like, but... <laughs> the thing is like you just 
don't expect him to be that attractive when, no offense, you know what, like, Gypsy and Dee look like, so, um, everybody watch that and see if you agree with me, because I am still shocked, like, I want to go back and watch it again (laughs) because of that, (laughs) but anyways, yeah, I bandwagoned the act because I first saw it when I was over at I went over to see Ricky at his apartment when he was back from sea and he and Robbie and I watched it because they were super into it and I had never seen it before and the first episode that I saw was later in the season when um oh gosh which one was it it was oh it was the one where it's like flashbacks to Dee Dee being pregnant with Gypsy, giving birth to Gypsy, and then like her going to jail when Gypsy was a baby, and the grandmother being really awful and just absolutely horrible, like very abusive and just like malicious and it's really really hard to watch and that was the first episode I watched that one I think was the hardest to watch out of the whole series but it gives a lot of insight I guess into why Dee Dee is a fucking nutcase but yeah so there's that and then it's also the part where um Gypsy and the boyfriend have run away after killing Dee Dee and so they're Bonnie and Clyde on the run and Gypsy's boyfriend who is like this ugly ass Sid from Toy Story looking ass bitch he oh my god like he's terrifying looking and when I was watching the show with Ricky and Robbie I thought like he looks so familiar. Who is that? And it clicked that it was fucking Dez from Austin and Allie. And he really, he took on a much darker role. So good for him for being able to transform like that. Because it was honestly like, it was really unsettling. So now him and Austin Miss Ross Lynch have that in common. They both have played killers because Ross played Jeffrey Dahmer in My Friend Dahmer, which is a movie based on a graphic novel about a student, like a friend of, I don't want to say like, I guess he wasn't really a friend. He was kind of like a classmate, I'll say, of Jeffrey Dahmer's in high school and like his observations of Jeffrey during that time. And I read the book, but I haven't watched the movie yet because I don't know if I ever will, to be honest, because I really want to watch it for Ross. But in the book, I know he has this affinity for kind of collecting roadkill and like putting in acid or like preserving it and like it's. And then I guess, I 
forget if he ends up, like, actually, I guess he does, like, kill the animals himself and, like, puts them in acid and watches them disintegrate and, like, shit like that, so, um, yeah, (laughs) there's that, and, oh, sorry, I'm reading notes again because I'm a flop, and since I'm alone, I will forget all of the points that I want to make tonight, but, um, I want to know what's real and what's fake from the show because so much of it is so wild. And I think the part that (laughs) I wrote down a couple things, but the one that I'm the most curious, not the most curious about, but one of the parts I'm very curious about is um, (laughs) the part where Gypsy has the computer at night while her mom is sleeping and she googles boyfriend kiss on google images it is like looking through the photos like smiling like that's like that's me honestly like I can really relate to her on that and um I also really want to know if her boyfriend from Comic-Con was a real thing. And, like, I tried researching it, and I feel like there was nothing completely definitive regarding that. And I really want to know, because in one of the episodes, Gypsy and her mom go to, I guess it's supposed to be, like, Comic-Con, and Gypsy wants to wear this, like, slutty belle from Beauty and the Beast get-up, and she has, like, her tight dress on and a long brown wig and her mom was like oh you've outgrown that gypsy go changing your cinderella outfit so gypsy changes into like her cinderella outfit which is looser and but like she still looks bomb though like her wig is really cute like i have a blonde wig that looks really similar to that so that's pretty cool and they go to comic con and at this point Gypsy's mom is trying to pass her off as being 15 and yet in real life Gypsy was 19 and I forget if she knew at that point or not but um I think Gypsy still thought she was 15 too and so they get to Comic Con and Gypsy spots this guy dressed as Wolverine and this guy looks like he's like 45 And at some point, like, she gets away from her mom, and, um, they just, like, go off together, Gypsy and this Wolverine guy, and she tells them she's 18, and they end up, like, texting and stuff. (laughs) It won't spoil it, but, um... I want to know if that was real because that was really, really wild to me. And if there was like a 45-year-old man out there who was sexually attracted to this girl in her little Cinderella outfit looking like she, she looks like she's like 10 in the show at least, like in real life, if... Like, I know what she looks like in real life, too. Like, if a grown-ass man was attracted to her in that state, that's straight-up fucking pedophilia. So, 
I'm going to have to research that a little bit more. And I also want to look at Gypsy and Dee Dee's original cover of I'll Be There by Michael Jackson because it's really iconic. And, you know, it just, it really touches your soul. So, in conclusion, watch the act on Hulu and... Leave a five-star review on this podcast and let me know what you think of it because I really loved it. I enjoyed it. It scared me a lot, but I enjoyed it. I liked learning more about it, and I wonder what the next thing they're going to do for the show, the act is, because they make it seem like they're going to do multiple seasons covering different cases, so... I'd be interested to know, maybe like JonBenet Ramsey, something like that. So we shall see. But um, let's see. I guess since I'm doing this by myself again, this is going to be another uneventful podcast where I talk about something that I'm really, truly passionate about that Aaron couldn't give less of a shit about. And that is The Bachelorette. (laughs) I'm sure no one really cares, but, um, well, a few of you do. I know a few of you watch The Bachelorette, but I figured I would talk about that again because it means a lot to me, and I can take up a decent chunk of time talking about it. Um, let's see. Let me look at my notes. Um... Alright, so in this episode, on the first group date, they have a pageant with the men, and it's funny how just one week after I pointed out that Miss Hannah may be a little bit homophobic because she made that comment in the preview saying that marriage was, or no, sex was intended for a man and a woman in marriage. And that struck me as being a bit homophobic. So, um, homophobic. So, I was very surprised to see that in this week's episode, LGBTQ icons... Miss J. Alexander from Top Model, Alaska Thunderfuck, and Alyssa Edwards. So I find it interesting that, like, you know, have all these drag queens and gay icons on for, like, Hannah's season of all seasons. So I don't know. Maybe she really is a gay icon. We'll have to wait and see. Maybe, you know, she was just raised in an inopportune environment to become one, but she wants to be. So... We'll give her the benefit of the doubt for now. So the jury's still out on that. So we'll see what transpires. But I know that this is like probably pretty basic and like everyone would probably talk about this if they're talking about this episode. But and I don't want to feed into what this contestant clearly wants, which is for people to talk about him. But motherfucking Luke P. I think it's Luke P. You know which Luke I'm talking about. The blonde one that my mom 
thinks is gay, thinks he has a, quote, gay mouth. Um, I don't understand because during the pageant, they have the swimsuit portion where they all come out in a Speedo, all of the guys one by one and walk down this runway. And all of the guys have, like, Nice bodies, obviously, because you have to to go on to be cast on The Bachelorette. Like, you would have to. And then, like, Luke P comes out, and he is so muscly and, like, big and, like, beefy. And the crowd goes wild. The judges go wild. Hannah goes wild. And... I just don't understand, like, that's just not attractive to me, and, like, I don't feel like that's body shaming, because it's, you know, the norm, not the norm, how do I say it, it's what, I guess it's, like, I don't know, like, male beauty standard or whatever, but it's just really not attractive to me. Like, why would you want to cuddle up to, like, somebody who looks that, like, intimidating? Like, I want a dad bod that's, like, a dad bod or even, like, you know, a little tone, whatever. Like, I don't want to feel intimidated by a man, you know? Like, I just want, like, you want to, like, you know be able to cuddle up and be comfortable and not be like, you know, lying on a pile of boulders. I don't know, but I just, I don't know. But (laughs) my mom said that his body proved her point because she says, quote, only gay men go to the gym. She's always said that. (laughs) She said, quote, in my day, absolutely, 100%, only gay men went to the gym. So, I mean, (laughs) writing's on the wall, people. I don't know what else to say. I mean, (laughs) case closed, problem solved. Um, And then, like, to top it all off, Miss Luke made this weird, like, proclamation that he was falling in love with Hannah after having spoken to her for maybe, I don't know, 15 minutes or so. And he has this weird, like, deranged look in his eye. And she's, like, eating that shit up, which I don't get. It was If it was any of the other ones, like, she would have been freaked out. But since she's so attracted to him for whatever reason... She was all about it, and I really don't get it. I just, I don't get it. Like, honestly, if I saw him out and about, I don't think I would, like, take a second look, to be honest. But that's what types are for, I suppose. It's just, like, not not that attractive to me. Like, it's really all about the face for me, because... The body can be like, I don't care about that. Like, it's all about the face to me. So, let's see. Who do I like so far? Jed is growing on me a lot. Um, The singer, usually I 
fucking hate singers on these kinds of shows. I remember way back in the day, I don't know if anybody else who would be, who's young enough to be listening to this podcast, who's like friends with me, would have been watching The Bachelor slash Bachelorette back then, but Jillian's season of The Bachelorette, Jesus, that's a way back, um, there was this country singer on her season and he would play like, he would play her the same fucking like corny ass, uninspired love song he wrote every single episode. And then at the end, I think like he got kicked out when he was in the top four and he was like, oh, I'm the, I'm the first contestant to make it to the top four with a girlfriend or whatever. So I never liked the singers on there. And like, I, I'm a big believer in going on this show for reasons other than finding love per se, because if you go on the Bachelor franchise and you think, I'm gonna marry whoever the lead is, that's fucking weird. Like, you can't know that immediately. Like, that's so desperate. Like, I feel like what's wrong with going on because you want the experience and like, you know what? Maybe you want hundreds of thousands of Instagram followers so you can, you know, live off of hawking flat tummy tea for the rest of your life. What's wrong with that? So anyways, that got way off track, but um, Judd is growing on me a lot. He handled that situation walking in on Hannah and like the gross ass fucking Luke P like naked giving each other well Luke was like he was shirtless and Judd like walked in on them and he's way cuter than Luke too so I don't know what her attraction is for that but um Peter this week don't I realized I really don't like his haircut like he has a really cute face I like how tan he is too but I really don't like his haircut. It's very short and um, awkward. And that's okay, though, because he has such a cute face. He has a nice personality. Just grow out. If he grew out his hair, like, it would be over for all you bitches. So I hope that happens at some point. If he doesn't win and he goes to paradise, I'm hoping he has long hair for that. So we'll see. Um, But... Listen, there is a standout this week that I really wasn't anticipating because I didn't think much of this person last week, but Tyler C. from, oh, sorry, Tyler C. from Jupiter, Florida. Whew. Hmm. He is a man. A man, ladies and gays and Cody. He's just... I don't know, this week he's just like making me feel some type of way, honestly. He's so cute and I like the way he talks, like he talks kind of like he's a little dumb, 
which normally would like drive me nuts, but there's something really endearing about it because of the way he looks, which sounds really shitty, but I mean, tea is tea. I can't, I can't help that. And he's from Jupiter, which is like 20 minutes away from where I live. So if he's kicked off, hopefully I'll see him around. Notice I didn't say I'm going to go after him because literally I would not know what to do with myself around someone that hot. And he sure as fuck is not (laughs) going to fucking date me. So I just hope that I see him around at some point because (laughs) it's what I deserve. But, um... He's really growing on me, making me feel some type of way, especially when they had the cocktail party before the rose ceremony, and he was sitting with her outside, but I will say this knocked it down a point for me, because they sit down at this weird mock like picnic thing surrounded by rose petals and candles and she they're talking about how like freezing it is and instead of giving Hannah his jacket he like has her cuddle up to him for like five seconds and then she's high and dry like give her your fucking jacket I don't get it like worms for fucking brains but in any event um She, oh my god, there's this part where they're talking and she just starts like giggling at some point. He's like, what? And she said, I like the way you look at me. And he said, I can keep doing that. Oh my god. Sorry, (laughs) I ruined it. I'm trying to read my notes and I like scribbled it because I wanted to have the direct quote. Um, he was like, I can keep doing that for you all right, like, all right or all night, I don't know, because I didn't write it correctly, but, oh my god, it was just such, I really, like, ruined the whole magic of that moment, because it was very subtle, but, uh, I just, I want that kind of moment for myself so maybe maybe someday on the bachelor I would fucking die can you imagine like I'm not hot enough to be cast on the bachelor and I'm swear to god I am not saying that so people are like oh my don't say that like you're hot like come on like realistically I'm not hot enough to get cast on the bachelor like that's fine but realistically I don't know how people do it like nine weeks potentially without any communication with the outside world like I don't get people who are like oh that sounds amazing like I would lose my mind I would I don't know what I would do with myself. That would give me the worst anxiety. Not being able to contact anybody and not knowing what's like going on in the world. Like, 
how do people do it? I really don't get it. And you can't, like, go on the internet. Just sometimes, like, even just scrolling through Instagram, this sounds dumb, but, like, that sometimes, like, keeps my anxiety at bay because I at least feel, like, connected to the outside world in some way. I don't know if that sounds weird, but without that, like, now, when you really think about it, you should be able to understand why people go fucking crazy on this show because there's nothing else to do but sit around and, like, twiddle your thumbs and, you know, wish you were spending time with whoever the lead is, so all those people who are on that show, I really commend you because I would be a fucking nutcase, but anywho's, I guess that wraps up this week's episode, it's very short and sweet, this is definitely the shortest episode ever of this podcast, but I figure I'm not going to drag it on longer than it needs to be because absolutely nobody wants that. But I'm going to close out. Should we do? Hmm. Who has the biggest dick out of? Let's say past bachelors. So I have to think like way back. All of the ones that I've seen... I'm going to say Ben Higgins for sure. Yeah. He seems like, you know, he's hot. He seems like a nice guy. He's like a down-earth Christian man. But he actually seems like really funny and cool. Really funny and cool from the podcast, Almost Famous podcast I've listened to with him in it. And he's just, he's very earnest. He has, you know, again, that, like, that demure confidence about him. And so I think out of all of the Bachelors, he has the biggest stick. I think Juan Pablo also did as well because he's a soccer player and he's hot. So that's just, like, a given. But when you take everything into consideration, I'm going to say Ben Higgins. So let me know if you agree or disagree, leave a five-star review and comment it, and you'll get a 5% off coupon for my OnlyFans. Um, Also, shout out to Cassie for asking if you could leave more than one review on iTunes, and you can't, but I really, truly appreciate her for being such a legend, and also she graduated fucking law school, which is amazing, literally legally blonde in real life, such a legend, (laughs) I could, (laughs) I could never, literally, I could never, me and my worms for brains, so love that, also shout out to Bobby Asen for almost, um, being my co-host this week, but we just couldn't make our schedules work because I live in Bumblefuck, West Palm Beach, so it's not Bumblefuck, it's a very nice town, but I live two and a half hours away, and we couldn't make it work, but 
it someday, someday it will happen. Wait and see, and you'll all be shaking. But until then, bye dragons and stay gorgeous. <laughs>